Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Hi, Kaki. Hello. How art thou? <laughs> um, I'm doing all right. How are you? Hungry. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Because two seconds ago, she was in, she had the hangry going on. I'm hungry. Um, I'm trying to not eat because I want to be thinner. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm eating. I'm eating. I'm just trying to eat appropriately is really what's happening. And I also am trying to not eat all the time. So that's, I think what's happening is to just be getting in, adjusted to the actual amount of caloric intake that I'm going to be having. So, I mean, I'm fine. I'm just tired as well. Literally before we started recording, I was laying right here on the floor for the past <laughs> like 45 minutes, just scrolling on Instagram. I didn't, I literally went to the store, got a case of water, came back, washed my hands. And I've been on the floor since like 5.15 and we start recording at 6. So. Oh, why didn't you tell me? We could have recorded earlier. We could have recorded earlier. That That's fine. Um, part of me was also like, I, I want to get a workout. Like I was supposed to actually work out before we started recording. And then I was just like, I'm so tired. And then I was like, maybe I'll do it after. And then I was like, you know what, just listen to your body. And like, if you don't want to do it today, then don't do it today. You've done yoga three days in a row. You did a workout yesterday as well. And you can always do a workout tomorrow. So you're doing okay on the nutrition stand front. And you'll have to force yourself from a body movement perspective. Um, so just trying to also be gentle with myself. And um, yeah, I'm just tired. And I want to eat. And I have the weirdest craving like I want to have scrambled eggs well you got hella eggs so I'm actually can... running out of eggs but I have a huge egg container thanks to you all <laughs> yes exactly so you could have some scrambled eggs actually I have like a couple things I want to say off of what you just said so lol I'm already forgetting um <laughs> I thought you were going to get a Brita. I looked at the store and they didn't have one and I didn't feel like going to like to Target, Target. or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, still get that when you can. And then also about the eggs. I was like watching Jeannie Mai and she was like making like this an egg sandwich with like fish sauce and whatever else she put in it. No, it was soy sauce and garlic or something. Oh, soy sauce, my bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I saw that one of her lives. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I know. I was almost thinking about making that, but then I put the um, ingredients into my app and the bread is just, it kills you. Well, it's fine. I mean, from like the counting perspective, like it takes up, it's just so much of my allowance, you know? And I'm yeah. just like, ugh. Well, there's like certain breads that you can use that are like really low cal and carb, you know, I yeah, have to find I the have, names. I have a bunch of tortillas because I've had them since before I started this thing. And I'm like, I have these tortillas. I want to use them. And maybe I'll just put it in like a tortilla or whatever. That would be so good. It sounds like it would be fire. That's not the problem. It's that it's going to be 
too many calories. Even though each tortilla only says 100. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. I don't know. I don't think it matters that much. The app says it's going to be like 274 calories. Yeah, but, but the, does it, does it also... Thing, says it's 110 calories or something like that yeah but it, does it also track like your moves and stuff like I don't know mm-hmm. so I also put in there that I did like a 30 minute yoga um and like had to be like is it low medium high intensity or whatever and then I was like oh and I'm also going to do this workout too and so t- I need to remove that workout if I'm not going to do it. But right now with that in there, it says that I'm a hundred and like 16 calories, um, below my allowance. So I have 116 calories that I could add, but my scrambled eggs are already in there. So, and the workout is too. So I got to remove the workout and then let me tell you, let it tell me where I'm at. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I don't do that stuff because I don't need anybody to tell me what I can and cannot do. So, but I, I do because I'll eat it. <laughs> like mm. I will just go purely off of my pleasure and be like, "This is what I would like to have." Like it doesn't really seem like it's going to be that bad. Like when I think about it, eggs, tortilla—that don't seem like it's going to be the craziest thing on the planet. But whatever. Wow. That's so interesting. Actually, you know what that brings me into is the fact that like I've been really into all of these like challenge, like competition shows. And I was watching um, on Netflix, a show called Strong. The show is literally from like 2016 or something. And it's on Netflix in case anybody wants to watch it, I would recommend. Um, It's basically a competition where like it's these like women who are paired up with like professional like trainers and coaches and athletes and it's just like they are like forming formed into teams like coach and person trainee and they do like competitions and like you know then somebody gets eliminated each week and blah 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 whatever but it's like I don't know, for some reason, I'm like, I really liked it because, you know, it was, it was, you know, obviously like focused on, it was focused on like weight loss and stuff like that, but not like in your face, like how other shows are. So I appreciated that. And also it was like kind of inspiring because like it was all these different types of women from like different walks of life where, you know, it was like, you know, I'm a mom and, you know, I gained all this weight because, you know, I'm taking care of my kids all day and stuff. Or, you know, I'm insecure because, like, I've always been the big girl and, you know, they, you know, always bullied me and whatever, all this stuff. So it's just like everybody has their own story and I just like it. It was a good show. And then it led me down to a rabbit hole of like watching all these competition shows and like I think I was watching I can't remember the show it was like the ultimate beast that's what's called ultimate beast also on Netflix um and this one is more so centered around it was kind of like Olympics kind of style where it was like people from all different countries and they were doing like this certain this all this one obstacle course and it just was like watching people get around And, like, here's the thing. I really do enjoy the Olympics, but also I can't watch the Olympics for 
a long time, you know, like I got to come back and forth to the Olympics. And that's how I felt about this show because it was the same thing over and over and over again. And it was like all these different countries, like it was like switching off between, you know, like, I don't know, all these different languages. And I felt like I was watching the Olympics. And like I said, I can only watch the Olympics for so long. So I was over it. And then I switched to Survivor. <laughs> and so I've never seen this show ever in my life. And I was like, oh, let me try Survivor. So I watched, I think, an episode and a half. And I was like, okay, I'm not into this because this is not like a, this is not like an obstacle course. Like what I'm, what I'm looking for is like an obstacle course. So, and like, you know, it's more strategic and like, you know, you're voting people off and like, I guess there's like challenges and stuff, but it's just not, it was like the drama. I don't know. I wasn't here for it. Like the reason I like strong is because, yeah, I guess there was a little bit of drama, but not really like this based off of like getting stronger, LOL name. Um, <laughs> and like this, like it was more empowering and in and lifting to me so I really was into that so basically strong producers if you're out there please make another season because I would love to watch I think it's been a few years it's probably canceled but I would watch it if you brought it to Netflix so. have you ever seen the biggest loser no it made me think of that show and I was like would I be into that you know that was there- like that was popular in like the early 2000s yeah I, I think there's another show similar and I don't know what it's called but it's another like weight loss show and I have, I enjoy watching people's weight loss journeys like I think it can be uh, motivating or inspirational or whatever um yeah and it's like you know if you put your mind to it you can accomplish it and it's just beautiful sometimes now I don't necessarily like watching you know the beginning and seeing them like throw up (laughs) because it's intense but um I like to understand like their story and like how people got to specific places and like what their struggle is and why they struggle and like you know their their big why like why are you trying to you know do this Um, and then, you know, hopefully watching their success. You know, I, I like that. Yeah, exactly. It's almost similar to, like, why we like makeup shows, like, like makeup transformational shows, you know? Or even, honestly, like, I'll watch a house, you know? We started from the bottom, now we hear fixer-upper type situation, you know? That's true, too. Mm-hmm. That's true. I did, yeah, I watched um, Christina on the Coast on Hulu. Um <laughs> <laughs> just, just sharing all these TV recommendations. <laughs> Christina on the coast was because I like I think last month I was really into home shows, <laughs> home home and like family I guess type of shows. So I was watching like a lot of like Home Improvement, which I really enjoyed. Christina on the coast because I guess she was also in the show Fixer. I don't know. She she was like doing another show with like her ex husband, um, and now she has her own show and I like it. It's great, and because that was off the heels of me being like, oh, I liked Marriage and Mortgage, and then The Wedding Coach, and then like random other TV shows about like either a house or like 
getting married or something. You know what show they need to bring back? Or at least back on Hulu, because they're, like, not on updated seasons. But Married at First Sight, that's my jam. I love me some Married at First Sight, where these strangers get married based off of the, like, experts who have matched them to their perfect person. And they only meet at the altar, right? Like, they don't meet until they're at the altar. And then they go on a honeymoon. And then they have to move in with each other and live life. And it's a eight-week, six-week, eight-week, however many week experience. I think it's eight. Um, and, yeah, at the end of it, you got to decide if you're going to stay married. Stay married or get a divorce. And they're, like, not you know, annulments, but like a divorce because it's a legally binding marriage. Like these people are literally committing to finding like that one. And I mean, it's a cool idea. They've had successes. They've also had people, you know, who don't decide to, you know, keep their marriage and they get a divorce. But I just, I think it's so interesting. And I like people, I just, I like people. Like I like people exploring. I like people trying to have a deeper understanding of themselves or somebody else. Like I like that ish. And another show that I like is Seven Year Switch, which is where these couples who have been married um, for a certain amount of time, um, it doesn't have to be seven years. Um, it could be three years. It could be 10 years. Um, but it's based off of what is called the seven year itch, which is where like seven years into your marriage, things kind of get monotonous. Things kind of get boring. Things You're not ex as excited about them. Like you're kind of itching for something new or different around like year seven of your marriage. And so you um, get an opportunity on this show, seven year switch to see if the grass is greener on the other side. So you're usually being like, oh, you know, let's say you have a husband and he doesn't clean or he doesn't cook. And, you know, I'm really supposed to be like housewife duties, but I also have a job and all he does is have a job. He doesn't contribute to the household. Would you rather find a man, you know, who does do those things? Like, you know, it's kind of like, getting an opportunity to see like, well, what would a man be like if it was, you know, the person that you were looking for? Like, you know, I don't know. That's just one example. Or like my, my, my mate is always out partying and blah, blah, blah. What if I actually got somebody who was a homebody? Would you still find them exciting or, you know, thrilling? Maybe they're like too chill for you and you actually don't mm. care for those vibes, right? Like you get to switch spouses for two weeks um, and, um, live with them, but it's, like, in a vacation home, like, it's, like, not in your normal life, like, unlike married at first sight, like, you're actually living your life, you keep your job, you do all your things, um, oh, wow, this, yeah, so married at first sight is, like, like, real life dating, um, versus switched at, I was gonna say birth, seven year switch is where, you know, they pick some destination, and you're supposed to, be um, getting to know if this is something that you would like with somebody else, but it's like you're on vacation with like a stranger, just talking to them and doing different activities or dates or whatever. Um, and then interesting. So then you can yeah. be like, "Sorry, I like this hoe better than that one." Yeah, you could be like, "Well, I need to end my relationship because experiencing somebody like this like ended up being like really exciting for me and like." Um, that's what I want to pursue and I'm over it. Or you could be like, Ooh, grass was not greener. Like I actually appreciate you, you know, you know, whatever for what, whatever the reason was. So I like those shows. Wow. That's actually really interesting. And also it leads us into um, the topic for today, 
kind of of like why do we like bad boys and you know kind of talking about gaslighting mm-hmm. i mean yeah but before we go into like full-fledged our topic um this is sisterish <laughs> <laughs> Um, it is a podcast with two sisters, one being myself, the other being that hoe over there, um, <laughs> which is actually short for thought. T h o t that hoe over there. Anyway, so um, she not no thought or a hoe. She's my little sister. Her name is Kayla. My name is Erica. And we're just two black millennial sisters exploring life, experiencing life, sharing our journeys, thoughts, opinions on things that take place within life our life society in general with y'all and so this is actually weirdly enough our 29th episode um and we're going to call it the end of our second season and we are going to have a third season you know we're not taking no breaks we're gonna get an episode out for you all next week um but we're calling it a new season because we're gonna have a new segment like new segments and we're gonna have a little bit more structure and you know i explained it a little bit on the last episode but in case you is new um you should go back and listen because we're not gonna explain it again (laughs) erica's like yes we are I was like, um, so as I was saying, (laughs) um, we're just going to have segments. Kayla, she's a fit person. She's like into health and wellness and all that jazz. And so she'll have a little corner where she provides a tidbit on that. I will talk about career um, goals, aspirations, tips, tricks, answer any questions that y'all have in that space. So feel free to engage with us. Ask us what you would like us, or I guess ask us questions or tell us what you would like us to talk about by going to our socials. Um, We have an Instagram. It is at sisterish underscore podcast. And we have an email where you can email us. It is sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. And that is how you can ask your questions and engage with us. So on to the topic. I feel like at that point, if we have segments, we need like music that like breaks up our little segments, you know, like transitions, you know? Yeah, or ads. (laughs) Yeah, hashtag revenue. Hashtag pay us. (laughs) Hashtag we've only made six (laughs) dollars. It's that. Uh-huh. So anyway, but basically today we're going to talk about why do people like bad boys? And we're saying boys as in like... Boys, we are the boys, boys in, in motion. motion. We give you our devotion, boys. We are the boys in motion. We give you our devotion. Oh my God. Anyway, so that was... Honestly, actually, wait, tangent. There was like a TikTok or something that one of my friends sent me. And it was like, what's a song that like should have been a bop, but wasn't or something like that. Or like wasn't like actually a real song. And it was the Boys in Motion song. Because like literally like at work, we like, I'm, you know, we like to sing a lot of exactly we like to sing a lot of songs <laughs> and a lot of them just so happen to be from disney channel <laughs> and so uh yeah we just were like yes boys in motion really is that song and i know that there's not really many like lyrics to the song like it's not like a full 
it's just a chorus basically they um, have a little things chorus with, I can't feel chorus with like a bridge anyway so then like yeah but regardless it was a bop it's a great song anyway so we say boys but like we really mean like just why do we like people that are wrong for us mm-hmm. yeah seriously why do we like the people who may seem exciting like thrilling like you know got a little edge why is it that they somehow pull us in why is it that you know somehow some reason why we are attracted to them i mean i think it's an interesting topic kayla would you like to start us off well i mean i think starting off it's really i think it goes back to the beginning of time (laughs) more so like when you're younger right like you're like you know boys and girls you're playing together on the on the playground and stuff and you know maybe there's somebody that's not very nice to you and they're like they push you or like they do something like i don't know they throw some sand at you or something like that and what does your parent usually say oh honey they're only mean to you because they like you and that's when the toxicity starts yeah so i mean i like that you totally took that from one of my favorite movies which he's is just he's just that. not that into you I love that it's like my favorite movie ever but i mean like that's is it legit really? i love that movie a lot i really like it it was like very like eye-opening for me i'd be like oh he's just not that into you that's real clear people be thinking they they are so confused oh my god they're so confusing they give me so many mixed signals they do this and this and blah 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 and we are trying so hard as like the receivers of this behavior to really rationalize it because a lot of times we think like oh my gosh like i'm an amazing person like why would they ever be so hurtful or mean or rude or ghost me or whatever why aren't their words matching what i think i deserve why aren't their actions acts uh, matching what I think I deserve. And I mean, honey, sweetheart, boo-boo child, baby girl, um, it has nothing really to do with you. And it, there's, it, it, I think that we're trying to understand, like, I'm a great person. I'm amazing. I'm funny. I'm cute. I'm smart. I got money. I got a body. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I'm trying to understand why you don't like me. Anybody in their right mind would like me. And guess what? they're not in their right mind, okay? Or they're simply not for you. And that's it. And we need to move on and we need to be okay with this. But like you said, for whatever reason, it has been ingrained in us that like, oh no, like maybe some of this bad behavior that they're putting towards you is actually to get your attention because they do like you, which is a load of hot, flaming BS. Exactly. 100% agree. And because why would someone who actually likes you or actually cares about you, why would they be mean? Do you want to be mean to somebody that you actually care about and love? Like, no, you don't want to be mean to somebody who actually you care about and you love. Like, you want to be nice to them. You want to be kind to them. You want them to be a reflection of the love that you would like to receive yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you just wouldn't you wouldn't do that to someone you care about. So why do you think someone who cares about you would do it to you? They're, they're, they're not going to. So let's deduct. We can deduct, make, what is it? We can deduce. Replace? I don't know. 
Take you know, whatever, we can come to a conclusion, okay, that <laughs> I think they it is don't deduct. care about you. I think it's deduct too. Thank you. Deductive reasoning? Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. So You're smart. We went to college. Oh, degrees. But you could take these to know. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that is my literal thought. I mean, yes, I think a lot of our behaviors and tendencies, like you're saying, definitely all are rooted in socialization. I think I started to explain that on another episode. Um, but socialization really has a lot to do with how we perceive things or what we consider quote unquote normal. Like mm -hmm. the way that we are raised, the societies, the cultures, the environments, you know, that we are in, like we have either taken on cues if they're not specifically delivered to us in verbal messages, we take up on cues and those are ingrained in us or they're literally verbalized, shown to us on television, like in stories, in books, in literature, like that, you know, whatever is the standard. And so, um, and that's how we continue to, you know, think about life. And I think a lot of people, maybe like as a child, people don't want to like hurt your child feelings. Like, yeah, like you don't want to be like, oh, oh, they're rude to you because they don't, they don't like, like you. you. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and, you know, that would hurt someone's feelings. It's going to hurt anyone's feelings, obviously. But, but guess what? Uh, You're going to be hurt even more if you keep trying to make something that does not fit, fit. And that's the whole, I have a tattoo that's literally a constant reminder of that exact thing. It is a puzzle piece, one singular. And it's to remind myself that if it fits, it fits. You don't have to force not a single thing to happen. It is, if it is meant to be, it is written in the stars. It is your divine right to have it. And if it's not for you, you ain't got to really like do the most. Obviously effort is important, but like if it is meant for you, it will happen without you like needing to you know force it too yeah i agree so totally i mean clearly we're very passionate about parents if you have any children so i guess it would make you a parent but if you're if you're a parent or plan on becoming a parent do not tell your child that so-and-so is mean to them because they like them because what you're doing is just making another reason as to why they're going to be going to therapy anyway. what should they say in set instead Instead of saying like, oh, they like you because like, they're mean to you because they like you. Instead, you could just be like, you know, there's a couple of ways to go about it. One, you could be like, I'm so sorry that, you know, they threw that at you. Maybe you should, you know, maybe you could find out like, you know, what happened, you know, be like, hey, so-and-so, did I do something to make you upset? You know, because maybe you did something to them. Maybe you took their toy and they didn't like that and they didn't know exactly how to put that in words. So you can ask them, you know, what's, you know, you should probably encourage the young person to say, Hey, like, is there something that I did wrong or something I can fix? And you know, that could be a thing, or you could just be like, it could be a learning lesson, a teachable lesson. If like, you know, they didn't do anything wrong. Like this is their first meeting of the, this person you could just be like you know sometimes honey sweetie boo boo people are gonna not like you for reasons that are unknown to you but that doesn't mean that you 
are not great and that you cannot still shine and, you know, all that other great positive affirmation for them. But um, at the end of the day, you just know that, you know, you are loved by X, by all these other people. And that's what matters. Yeah, I was going to say that last part if you um, didn't get there. But of course, you're brilliant and you did. Um, like, you don't need to pay them any attention. Like, you don't, need, you don't need 85 billion friends. Not every single person needs to like you. And that's okay. You just need to find your core people who like and love you. Your family loves you. And then name, you know, the friends that they have that love them. Like, like there are people who love you and like not everyone is going to, you know, love you. Um, that's okay. And you, you are not for everybody. You are not for everybody and everybody is not for you. And that is okay. We are all different. We all have the things, you know, that make us us and that, you know, we like in other people and that is okay. Now, I mean, the only thing that wouldn't be okay is if it was purely based off of something like that you can't control. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, my daddy told me that dark skinned people are terrible people and that I should be throwing my toys at them. Now, uh, mommy gonna have to fight daddy. Like that's what's, (laughs) that's what's going to happen at that point. Like one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to your child and be like purposely the person who's like oh like i'm gonna give everyone in class a popsicle except for you and give you a note that says because your daddy said black people are terrible you can blame him as for why you're not receiving no popsicle you know what i'm saying like i don't know i I don't i don't deal with racists but like if it's any reason you know outside of being a, like a racist then like yeah sure cool it's okay it ain't nothing what is it just does no skin no skin off my back ain't no skin off my back okay yes anyway so yeah there's obviously other reasons and even that one we can go into i don't know maybe a different day or something mm-hmm. where we talk about that but yeah i think another reason you know for like people being toxic why do we like them unfortunately going off of that is because sometimes we just don't see our own self-worth we think that we can you know change people or we think that this is what we deserve type of thing and you know this is what we see ourselves with yeah i think there might be a pretty picture in your head like let's be honest you're usually attracted to someone that you find attractive like you're usually like pulled in by someone that you're like ooh, they fine okay um that's i mean we're all visual creatures i mean we're not all yes but um i think that we have a tendency to lean towards the visual first um for those able to do that and um i i think that that might be the initial thing and when you're kind of like well you know i deserve someone who's beautiful i deserve someone who you know could provide for me in whatever way that that means i deserve someone who you know we have sexual 
chemistry, right? Like I deserve all of these things. And that could be very well true. However, outside of those things, like you also deserve a kind, nice human being back to you who loves and cherishes you. So if they don't got that piece of it, no matter if they have all the other pieces and you're like, why don't they just behave and be nice to me? Like, then it's not worth trying to keep. It's not worth trying to salvage. Like first and foremost, the person should be a kind soul to you. Like that should be a priority and all the other superficial things shouldn't be as important. Now I think you deserve all of them. Um, but I just think that we need to be realistic. What do you think is going to remain? Like, what do you think like after their looks fade, after they dick can't get hard after (laughs) like, after, after all of that, what is after your vagina dried up? That's right. Like, the only thing that's going to be left is that how they treat you. And if they're not treating you right, who, who wants that? Who wants to spend all of their time with someone who doesn't even treat them nicely? You know? Right. And so I think that also just goes with like, you know, I was thinking about this in two separate ways because it was like, why are people like really just like, like applauding the bare minimum, first of all? Like we really sometimes be applauding and being so happy about the legit bare minimum, like, as in like, this is what every human should be doing regardless. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that they texted me. Yeah, girl or guy, they should text you. They should call you like the fuck. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I think there's like expectations that people need to have for themselves and you know you need to set these expectations high like i don't really think people say like oh my god you have such high standards like you're so you're so like that's too much used to tell me that and i think right and i think like yeah i think to an extent there's there's a reason like okay like if you're like oh my god like i definitely need somebody that is like Six one, yeah. Like they have to be six one. They have to have a six pack ab. Like they have to make six figures. Why is the number six then important? The six 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 is associated with the devil, ain't it? So, um, wow, that got deep real quick. Um, Yeah, but but, anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) go ahead. Yeah, so like, you know, that's like having those those standards are. I mean. I don't think those are, those are like why people are like, oh, like your standards are too high if that's like your standard, right? Like it's more so like, okay, let's have standards about like the actual content of that person's character, you know, like that, let's have standards of like, okay, this person, you know, we need to be able to communicate. We need to be able to, you know, have the same values. Mm-hmm. We need the want, we want, we need to have the same like, wants for our lives do you want children like where do you ultimately want to live like like just standards in in that regard are we going to save all of our money are we going to spend all of our money like you need to be on the same wavelength as someone in those regards and so i think that like those are some of the qualities you're absolutely right that you should be prioritizing totally so i think like it's really important that like we just like 
don't applaud people for doing the bare minimum and like also just not shame others also for having standards, especially if their standards are reasonable, you know? So. And I think people get intimidated by other people's standards because they don't fit them. And that's the people who are like disagreeing, right? Like the people, like if I was communicating someone on my level and being like, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want, they would be like, okay, I understand. Like I'm up there with you. But someone below your level, have you ever seen that um, picture where there's like that girl who's like sitting on like, I don't know, it looks like a bar chart kind of, and she's like at the top of um, the bar and she's sees a guy it's a comic strip it's like a four square like comic strip and the first one she like um the there's a guy that's standing below her and he's like hey and she's like yeah and he's like you know come down here and she he's like sorry and she's like why don't you come up here he's like i can't and she's just like oh okay and that's it and that's how it should be like it, th- to me, that whole comment strip is about like this, you know, and of course this is a heterosexual example, but like, it, it's about this guy who's not on her level being like, yo, I want you. So like, come down to me versus like me raising up to meet you at your level and her being like, if you don't want to do that, then that's fine. I'm gonna still sit up here and that's fine. There ain't nothing wrong with that. She can sit up there and like all you little bottom feeders can keep walking on by, like keep on going. That's okay. You don't have to, but I think you get a lot of um, people who are trying to make you lower your standards because they want access to you and not everybody needs to have access to you. That's true. Not everybody gets into the VIP. Not everybody gets battle service. Okay. And so I think that once you understand like your value that you bring to the table, you're not going to accept things. Like I just, I ultimately think that like, once you know what you would like to receive, if someone's not doing that for you, why are you staying? Like, why are you tolerating less than what you know you want? And I'm not saying that at the first sign of things being like indifferent, like to run, but I'm saying if you communicate like, Hey, these are some of my needs. These are some of my standards. These are some of my wants and they are not received. Then it's time to go. Like then you up and you go, you know, once you've communicated it, it shouldn't be to a point where you have to keep communicating, keep communicating, keep communicating, beg, beg, plead and plead for someone to act right. You shouldn't have to do all of that. Like, so once you understand what you are willing to tolerate and it's been communicated as soon as it's not, not as soon as, but like, if you have set yourself a little, you know, internal clock where you're like, all right, he got two times to try me, or maybe it's three strikes you're out really truly like set your own little standard for yourself. And then if it's not meet, met, then you just have to communicate. Like, I'm so sorry. It's not actually working for me. And that actually makes you so attractive. Like that is hot. Somebody who knows their worth and like stands by it. And is like, that's just, I'm, and as long as you do it with grace and with tact, like that is hot. Like, oh, she ain't playing. I'll, ooh. I mean, if I was a man, I don't know. If I, I like people who have that like, 
want, desire to be the best person, to like know what they accept. Like to me, that's beautiful. That is who I want in my circle. Not all these people who are like, oh, whatever, I'll take whatever I can get. Like, I don't want to take whatever I can get. You don't need to be in my circle. Like, (laughs) I don't, I just, that is not attractive to me. People who are like, I'll just take it. It's handed to me. I mean, are you going to eat the leftovers out of the garbage can just because they're there? Or are you going to sit yourself in the restaurant around the corner? Like, come on now. Come on. No, I, I agree. I agree with you. And then it also makes me think of like, you know, this is always brings it back to something in pop culture. <laughs> but I was thinking of, Justin, Bobby, and Audrina. So old. Go ahead, though. I know. I know. Hopefully our other millennial listeners know what we're talking about. We got any Gen Zs on here. They're like, who? Audrina, what? Yeah, Justin, Bobby, and Audrina from the Hills. Um, Literally, I was like, um, because on YouTube, there's like a reaction to the show, I guess, that like Whitney from the show was doing. Mm-hmm. And, and he always knew what was up. She, she, I mean, she was what, like, two years older than the other people on the show, I think. But she always knew what was up. I know she was. She always was like, "Yeah, that's so weird." <laughs> like she just was there. She just was there I'm getting sure, her off, off camera. Exactly <laughs> off camera. She was like, "Yo, my coworker told me this story about this dumb a girl who's pressed." Like. <laughs> She was probably going in off 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 camera, but like in front, she's like, "Oh my god, so unfortunate that you have to deal with deal that. with that." <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I think about Whitney too. I'm like, she's she's smart. She knows she ain't putting up with that shit. Um, so anyway, but yes, I was thinking about that, and I was just like, "Yeah, dude, like Audrina and Justin was toxic. Like she kept going back for him." everything like just anything she was just like i want to be with you the dude literally laid her ass out on the street and was just like i don't want you and she was like okay i'm done two seconds later but i want you dude made out with girls in front of her oh my god i'm still gonna be with you like everything he just because you think that that other person is the prize Like, for whatever reason, you hold them up so high, and I just don't understand why, um, when they don't deserve it. And so you just, it's a hit to your ego. It's a hit to your, like, pride. And you're just like, dang, like, if I'm phenomenal, like, I should be on their level, and they should want to be with me, right? Like, mm, I don't know why you're placing them in this position that they don't deserve to be in, um, but you end up making yourself look dumb, like, how often do we treat the person who's like you the dummy you the goofy like you don't want to get out here in these streets getting played like you're the one who's literally pressed and this person could literally care less about you like why are people going in so hard on chloe kardashian right now because her man cheats on her literally every year i saw a thing on instagram that was like tristan thompson cheated on chloe kardashian in 20 18, 2019, and 2021. The only reason he didn't cheat in 2020 is because everything was closed and went nobody out here. <laughs> no, really? I didn't that's see- what I that's what I saw on the gram. And I'm just like, and who who ends up looking like a dummy? Like Chloe. 
how often how hard was she going off on Jordan like how I feel like, bad for Jordan I felt bad for Jordan too I'm just kind of like I mean yeah Jordan it is a sketch situation like I get it and at the time it was like yeah I mean I get it like you don't look that great in this situation and it's unfortunate but the more and more and more that things come out like I actually genuinely feel bad for Jordan because she's not only I think I more so think she's telling the truth now than she was like when she was telling the truth. Like I always was. What do you mean? I don't even remember. What that said. it like she was like all I did was sleep there, and when I left, he kissed me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like maybe I shouldn't have slept over. Also, maybe I shouldn't have been sitting on his lap. Like I'll give her that. Like, uh, like you know I, that that is the role that she played. Um, and I know she didn't tell Kylie right away. So I get like all those things from the story. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I see where you made your mistakes. I do. I do. But I mean, Tristan literally treated, cheated on Chloe, like while she was pregnant, Which Tristan wild. treated on all his girls before then. And then now he's cheating on, you know, Chloe, like now, and like probably has previous to us finding out now, like. I'm I'm sure that that ish has happened. And Chloe, you looked insane going off on Jordan as hard as you did. And your man's still out here running these streets. So, I mean, it ends up making the girl look like more of a goofy, or the person, whoever it is in the receiving relationship from this bad, toxic, you know, situation. Like, you always end up looking like the goofy who ain't got no spine or self-worth. And, like, other people are going to be like, you ain't got no self-worth. Like, other people in that circle will be like, you have no self-worth, so why should I value you? Like, other people are going to start devaluing you because you don't even put value on yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's wild, though. That's true. I didn't even, I didn't even think about her. Cause you know, I'd be forgetting, but yeah, <laughs> that is stupid. I can't even be mad. That's just, that's the thing though. Cause we all know someone that keeps going back to some guy or girl or whoever that like treats them like poop. We all know someone and like, you know how you feel about when your friend does it. You're like, okay, like I just say girl. So I just don't take this personally if you know, not binary or whatever but I'm just like girl like this person sucks like like I don't understand why don't you value yourself more like you say like one thing and then you turn around and do another and then like it's just you're giving that person you're just you're just like really what you're doing is feeding that person and draining yourself because like and I bet you the more that you are bending yourself over, like bending backwards to like try and appease this person to get them to like you, like they are literally getting exactly what they want, where I have to put literal minimum effort out and I get the world. And I'm probably getting it from you. And I'm probably getting it from that hoe over there. I'm probably getting it from that other hoe over there. And I'm definitely getting it from this hoe over here. So all I'm getting is every single thing that I want and giving literally nobody anything um so of course that's a great position to be in and of course I'm not going to change my behaviors because that's it's working very well (laughs) for me and so I mean it's not until again we stop doing that ish like whoever is the receiving person in those toxic relationships until you decide enough is enough or you know you know going into it your self-worth like 
they're going to continue to be like, this is the come up. We, all we got to do is have a slanger and, you know, a couple little dollars to impress you with. Or just say certain nice things to you every so often. Every so often. Drop them in occasionally so you don't forget about me. Like, that's it. That's all you got to do every so often. That's what they do too. It's really, because it's like- Just enough to keep you like- in the rotation mm-hmm. and th- they want the rotation trust and believe they don't want you permanently here because how else are they going to be able to step to the side and get with somebody else if you're always around so they don't want you to be super on them but they want you to be enough where you know if i call you for an answer exactly exactly and what are and that's just like so terrible because like really you're just crying and it's just like leaves you hurt and upset and it's just like yo dude don't even care about you Yeah. And that's why I'm saying like, whenever you think like, oh my God, I'm getting so many mixed signals or I'm just, they're just so confusing. They'll like say something and then like not do it or blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, there's no need to be confused. They don't want you. They don't, they don't want you. You will know when someone wants you, you will know because guess what? People who want things make it happen for themselves. Like if I wanted this trust and believe I'm going to go and get what I would like to have. If I don't value something or if I don't want something, like I'm not going to try that hard. I mean, like literally think about you as an individual, like mm, I don't care about that job. I'm going to just do the bare minimum to keep it like, cause you don't really want it. But if you are like an entrepreneur and it's your own thing and it's something that you truly, truly, really want, you gonna make it happen for yourself. Right. And that applies to literally everything. If you're like super dedicated to fitness, like you want this body, you want this physique, you want this health level, you want whatever it is you want to go and get it. If you like any, literally anything else, like that is the formula. So why would it be any different for this toxic relationship? Yeah. Exactly. So, so I mean, like, how do people go about getting their, like, not getting their self-worth, but like, how do you go about understanding what you deserve in life? Like, how do you go about making sure that you're in the right place in order to be like strong enough to know, like when you're in a toxic relationship and, and, and to remove yourself? Like, how can someone go about developing a strong sense of self-worth? Well, I think there's a lot of different answers to this. Obviously, it starts off like if you are so lucky to have have that foundation when you were younger of, you know, like talking nicely to yourself, having people build you up and, you know, give you that positive reinforcement when you were young, then that's great. And then if you weren't that lucky to have that, then, you know, obviously there's therapy to, you know, f- understand maybe what triggers that. And then, but outside of therapy, it also goes with just like, you're not going to discover it until you want to discover it. Like, I was literally just going to say that like, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you'll make that change. Like, not to say like we're talking literally about abusive relationships, but if he slaps on you, spits on you, does whatever enough times, eventually you'll be like, oh, I don't want this anymore. Like I'm tired of this. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't take all of that for you to like realize it. But sometimes like 
the saying of like, well, I hit rock bottom, like really does apply. Like at that point you're like, dang, like this is really where life is. I want different for myself. Right. So yeah, like, you know, it really takes you wanting it for yourself, you know, like then to do that though, once you've gained that want, you know, that goes with you putting in the work, you know, like maybe, maybe that means you need to read some books or read some articles about like how to be a better person. Maybe you need to start saying some affirmations and saying like, you know, I am worthy. I am loved. I'm blah, 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 whatever to yourself to make you believe it, you know? And also just kind of like treating yourself the way you want to be treated. without. But basically, we gonna say the same thing. Hey, I was girl. like, that's another one that I was gonna say. I was like, date yourself. How would you like to be, you know, dated? You know, like, okay, you want somebody to take you, you know, to that nice little restaurant? Go ahead, take yourself to that nice little restaurant. Ask a girlfriend, be like, yo, I've been trying to try this place. You want to come with me and like do some of the things for yourself that you would think your partner should be doing for you. And once you are like used to receiving these things from your own self, why are you going to let somebody else come up in here and be like, nah, girl, you don't need to have this little restaurant. Like we could go to McDonald's and be like, Oh, that's okay. That's a date. Like <laughs> once you start dating yourself and identifying what you would like, like, what do you like? How do you like treat yourself? like you would like others to treat you like once you start doing that and it is a part of your routine like if someone comes in and tries to switch it up on you you're gonna be like "Mm, mm, 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 mm." someone else is supposed to fit into like your life you're not supposed to be like oh I'm trying to like change myself because now there's somebody else in the picture like understand what you like learn more about yourself how you would like to be treated and then you can outwardly be able to express that to somebody yeah that's called like manifestation that's called the law of attraction and stuff like that but obviously you know with that being said too like don't be selfish you know a relationship does involve two people and it does involve like you know you know, being flexible and doing all that stuff. But we're saying when it becomes extreme, know your worth. There's a um, show called Blue Therapy and it was trending, um, I don't know, maybe like in May. Um, and On what? Netflix uh, or something? No. Uh, I actually have no idea where, the cha- where it is. Maybe it's like a YouTube thing. Um, but I've been watching like this YouTube couple react to the um to the episodes and um basically there's these couples that are like toxic and um one of the girls who's like a 24 year old girl and the show is based in like the uk so they all have like accents and whatnot um but they're black british people or i don't know if they're from the uk um and one of the couples that i'm watching now so i'm literally only on part two of this um show um but this couple is currently like this girl who literally like just to make a point of you being like oh like don't take it too extreme this girl is like no like you're supposed to buy me Prada Gucci like Louis Vuitton like you are supposed to buy me these things like you were buying them for me when we first started dating mind you they've only been dating like a year and now they're in therapy but that's okay I get some people being proactive about it but they're this isn't proactive things have happened in their relationship um but she's like you're supposed to buy me these things you're supposed to take me to expensive dinners you're supposed to um take me on trips like that is what I expect for you as a man and this 
um, man is 27 and the female is um, 24. And he's just like, well, I'm trying to save for like a down payment on a house. And like, I can buy you these things like occasionally, which like, I literally just bought you some Gucci things, but then you turned around like the next week and we we're like, let's go on vacation. Like, and he's just like, you're asking for a, a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I have other priorities, you know, to build actual like wealth. Um, and I can't just be, keep dropping it on you. And this girl was like, well, then you're not ready to date. Like once you get your bag together and handled, then you're ready oh to date. God. And um, I, well, one, yeah, I was just like, okay, girl, like, okay, girl, you, you need to calm down. And then like, he literally, which maybe he shouldn't have said this, but he was like, what do you bring to the table? And her response was, well, when you get yourself together and you buy us this house, then I'll know, then I'll contribute to the relationship. And I'm just thinking like, she's very like, traditional gender normed like relationship like I don't start contributing until there's household responsibilities like and my contribution is like I'll take care of the house like I'm wondering where she was going with that statement like uh, my part starts when we like have a house together you're just supposed to be courting me providing for me like doing all this stuff for me like and you should continue doing that when we get a house. But once we get a house, like, that's when I fall into my role of cooking and cleaning and whatever, whatever. And I'm putting words in her mouth because she didn't say that. But she literally said, like, when you get the house, like, that's when I'll start contributing to the relationship. And that's toxic as well. So we're not saying go that extreme where you're, like, upset with this guy because he's not doing everything for you every week, every day on his knees. You need to be realistic with how the relationship should operate. Like, and I don't know, maybe it depends on your tax bracket and stuff too. But I also don't want you to be like, well, I require this, 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 and this. And you also don't offer that, you know? Like it can't be fully one-sided like you were saying. Like if I'm expecting my man to make six figures, I better be making six figures or close to that, right? If I'm expecting my man to always be surprising me with trips and gifts and whatever, then like I should also be surprising him with like his new Jordans. And, you know, this is being very like materialistic, materialistic, but like I should also be doing those things. Like you can't ask for something that you don't provide as well. You know what I'm saying? So be, when you said be realistic about like your asks and expectations, like, even if you do take yourself out on, you know, $200 dinners, like you spend $200 on yourself every time that you go out, like, I mean, you have to, you kind of have to be realistic. Like occasionally, yeah, he might do $200 dinners, but like, are you doing $200 dinners on yourself every week? And if you are, then like, fine then. Maybe you can date someone who's also doing $200, can do $200 dinners on you every week. But if you also can't pay for it, if you can't put yourself in that position to have it, I just don't necessarily think that you should expect it from your partner. Now, if they deliver it, good and dandy. Perfect. But you shouldn't have those expectations that like, I do X, Y, and Z, you know, so or I don't even do X, Y, and Z. So you should definitely do X, Y, and Z. That's not fair and not right. I agree with you. Yeah. So I think we help these people out. Like, I think that that like makes sense. I think we kind of stop talking about what to do if you need more self, um, 
more development on your self-esteem. We've given a couple of examples, but if y'all would like to hear more, definitely let us know. I dropped the socials, but for you that have made it this far at the end, it is um, Instagram at sisterish underscore podcast and um, email sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to engage with us some more, tell us what you liked, tell us what you didn't like. And um, we're interested in hearing from you. Anything else you'd like to say, Kay? Just make sure that you value yourself. That's beautiful. All right. Well, value us as well. And um, <laughs> send us a note. Until next time. Uh, bye-bye. bye-bye.